Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible. Today is day 333. We're reading Second Chronicles chapters 31 through 33 today. Your hosts are Dave Moore and Dan Hinchman. This is the Daily Reader for day 333. Second Chronicles chapters 31 through 33. There is a hopeful logic to the attention paid to the priestly order in today's opening chapter. Accounts of Levi's descendants being arranged and commissioned signal that Judah's king had both a heart and the time for such work. After all, not only did David and Solomon possess hearts that were faithful to the Lord, they also had a significant era of peace within which to build the religious infrastructure. And indeed, the first decade of Hezekiah's reign was infinitely more peaceful than any moment during his father's tenure. That peace is threatened, though, when Sennacherib, the son of Ahaz's nemesis, drives the Assyrian army into Judah with his sights on her capital. After acknowledging Hezekiah's acts of faithfulness, as well as his strategic effort to protect Jerusalem, the author recounts the psychological warfare waged by Assyria's king. Like the gods of the nations of the lands who have not delivered their people from my hands, so the god of Hezekiah will not deliver his people from my hand, Sennacherib says. And they shouted it with a loud voice in the language of Judah to the people of Jerusalem who were on the wall to frighten and terrify them in order that they might take the city. And they spoke of the God of Jerusalem as they spoke of the gods of the peoples of the earth, which are the work of men's hands. Hezekiah's response to this with an assist from the prophet Isaiah follows the pattern of faithfulness that we've observed. However, the second half of our reading today inverts this ascendant hope. Hezekiah's pride wins his heart. His son, Manasseh, was even worse than his grandfather, leading Judah to do more evil than the nations whom the Lord destroyed before the people of Israel. And his successor, Ammon, barely deserves mention. Our reading ends today over 350 years since David was first installed as king, and with a sense that the end may be drawing nigh. Our verse for this week is Revelation 22.5. And night will be no more. They will need no light of lamp or sun, for the Lord God will be their light, and they will reign forever and ever. Second Chronicles 31-33. Now let's read it. Second Chronicles chapter 31. Now when all this was finished, all Israel who were present went out to the cities of Judah and broke in pieces the pillars and cut down the ashram and broke down the high places and the altars throughout all Judah and Benjamin and in Ephraim and Manasseh until they had destroyed them all. Then all the people of Israel returned to their cities, every man to his possessions. And Hezekiah appointed the divisions of the priests and of the Levites division by division, each according to his service, the priests and the Levites, for burnt offerings and peace offerings, to minister in the gates of camp of the Lord, and to give thanks and praise. The contribution of the king from his own possessions was for the burnt offerings, burnt offerings of morning and evening, burnt offerings for the Sabbaths, the new moons, and the appointed feasts, as it is written in the law of the Lord. 
And he commanded the people who lived in Jerusalem to give the portion due to the priests and the Levites, that they might give themselves to the law of the Lord. As soon as the command was spread abroad, the people of Israel gave in abundance the first fruits of grain, wine, oil, honey, and of all the produce of the field. And they brought in abundantly the tithe of everything. And the people of Israel and Judah, who lived in the cities of Judah, also brought in the tithe of cattle and sheep, and the tithe of the dedicated things that had been dedicated to the Lord their God, and laid them in heaps. In the third month they began to pile up the heaps, and finished them in the seventh month. When Hezekiah and the princes, princes came and saw the heaps, they blessed the Lord and his people Israel. And Hezekiah questioned the priests and the Levites about the heaps. Azariah, the chief priest, who was of the house of Zadok, answered him, Since they began to bring the contributions into the house of the Lord, we have eaten and had enough and have plenty left, for the Lord has blessed his people, so that we have this large amount left. Then Hezekiah commanded them to prepare the chambers in the house of the Lord, and they prepared them, and they faithfully brought in the contributions, the tithes, and the dedicated things. The chief officer in charge of them was Conaniah, the Levite, with Shimei, his brother, as second, while Jehiel, Azaziah, Nahath, Asahel, Jeremoth, Josabad, Eliel, Ismachiah, Mahath, and Beniah were overseers assisting Conaniah and Shimei, his brother, by the appointment of Hezekiah king and Azariah the chief officer of the house of God. And Kor, the son of Imna the Levite, keeper of the east gate, was over the free will offerings to God, to apportion the contribution reserved for the Lord and the most holy offerings. Eden, Miniamin, Jeshua, Shemaiah, Amariah, and Shechaniah were faithfully assisting him in the cities of the priests to distribute the portions to their brothers, old and young alike, by divisions. Except those enrolled by genealogy, males from three years old and upward, all who entered the house of the Lord as the duty of each day required, for their service according to their offices by their divisions. The enrollment of the priests was according to their fathers' houses, that of the Levites from twenty years old and upward was according to their offices by their divisions they were enrolled with all their children all their little children their wives their sons and their daughters the whole assembly for they were faithful in keeping themselves holy and for the sons of aaron priests who were in the fields common land belonging to their cities there were men in several cities who were designated by name to distribute portions to every male among the priests and to everyone among the Levites who was enrolled. Thus Hezekiah did throughout all Judah, and he did what was good and right and faithful before the Lord his God, and every work that he undertook in the service of the house of God and in accordance with the law and the commandments, seeking his God, he did with all his heart and prosper. Second Chronicles chapter 32. After these things and these acts of faithfulness, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came and invaded Judah and encamped against the fortified cities, thinking to win them for himself. And when Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib had come and intended to fight against Jerusalem, he planned with his officers and his mighty men to stop the water of the springs that were outside the city. And they helped him. A great many people were gathered 
and they stopped all the springs and the brook that flowed through the land saying why should the kings of assyria come and find much water he set to work resolutely and built up all the wall that was broken down and raised towers upon it and outside it he built another wall and he strengthened the millow in the city of david he also made weapons and shields in abundance and he set combat commanders over the people and gathered them to him in the square at the gate of the city and spoke encouragingly to them saying be strong and courageous do not be afraid or dismayed before the king of assyria and all the horde that is with him for there are more with us than with him with him is an arm of flesh but with us is the lord our god to help us and to fight our battles and the people took confidence from the words of hezekiah king of judah after this sennacherib king of assyria who was besieging lachish with all his forces sent his servants to jerusalem to hezekiah king of judah and to all the people of judah who were in jerusalem saying thus says sennacherib king of assyria on what are you trusting that you endure uh, the siege in jerusalem is not hezekiah misleading you that he may give you over to die by famine and by thirst when he tells you the lord our god will deliver us from the hand of the king of assyria has not this same hezekiah taken away his high places and his altars and commanded judah and jerusalem before one altar you shall worship and on it you shall burn your sacrifices do you not know what i and my fathers have done to all the peoples of other lands were the gods of the nations of those lands at all able to deliver their lands out of my hand who among you who among all the gods of those nations that my fathers devoted to destruction was able to deliver his people from my hand that your god should be able to deliver you from my hand now therefore do not let hezekiah deceive you or mislead you in this fashion and do not believe him for no god of any nation or kingdom has been able to deliver his people from my hand or from the hand of my fathers how much less will your god deliver you out of my hand and his servants said still more against the lord god and against his servant hezekiah and he wrote letters to cast contempt on the lord the god of israel and to speak against him saying like the gods of the nations of the lands who have not delivered their people from my hands so the god of hezekiah will not deliver his people from my hand and they shouted it with a loud voice in the language of judah to the people of jerusalem who were on the wall to frighten and terrify them in order that they might take the city and they spoke of god the god of jerusalem as they spoke of the gods of the other peoples of the earth which are the work of men's hands then hezekiah the king and isaiah the prophet the son of amos prayed because of this and cried to heaven and the lord sent an angel cut off all the mighty warriors and commanders and officers in the camp of the king of assyria so he returned with shame of face to his own land and when he came into the house of his god some of his own sons struck him down there with the sword so the lord saved hezekiah and the inhabitants of jerusalem from the hand of sennacherib the king of assyria and from the hand of all his enemies and he provided for them on every side and many brought gifts to the lord gifts to the lord to jerusalem and precious things to hezekiah king of judah so that he was exalted in the sight of all nations from that time onward in those days hezekiah became sick 
It was at the point of death, and he prayed to the Lord, and he answered him and gave him a sign. But Hezekiah did not make return according to the benefit done to him, for his heart was proud. Therefore wrath came upon him and Judah and Jerusalem. But Hezekiah humbled himself for the pride of his heart, both he and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, so that the wrath of the Lord did not come upon them in the days of Hezekiah. And Hezekiah had very great riches and honor, and he made for himself treasuries for silver, for gold, for precious stones, for spices, for shields, and for all kinds of costly vessels, storehouses also for the yield of grain, wine and oil, and stalls for all kinds of cattle, and sheepfolds. He likewise provided cities for himself, and flocks and herds in abundance, for God had given him very great possessions. This same Hezekiah closed the upper outlet of the waters of Gihon, and directed them down to the west side of the city of David. And Hezekiah prospered in all his works. And so in the matter of the envoys of the princes of Babylon, who had been sent to him to inquire about the sign that had been done in the land, God left him to himself in order to test him and to know all that was in his heart. Now the rest of the acts of Hezekiah and his good deeds, behold, they are written in the vision of Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. And Hezekiah slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the upper part of the tombs of the sons of David. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem did him honor at his death, and Manasseh his son reigned in his place. Second Chronicles chapter 33. Manasseh was twelve years old when he began to reign, and he reigned fifty-five years in Jerusalem. And he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, according to the abominations of the nations whom the Lord drove out before the people of Israel. For he rebuilt the high places that his father Hezekiah had broken down, and he erected altars to the Baals, and made Ashereth, and worshipped all the host of heaven, and served them. And he built altars in the house of the Lord, of which the Lord had said, In Jerusalem shall my name be forever. And he built altars for all the hosts of heaven in the two courts of the house of the Lord. And he burned his sons as an offering in the valley of the son of Hinnom, and used fortune-telling and omens and sorcery, and dealt with mediums and with necromancers. He did much evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger. And the carved image of the idol that he had made, he set in the house of God, of which God said to David and to Solomon his son, In this house and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever, and I will no more remove the foot of Israel from the land that I appointed to for your fathers, if only they will be careful to do all that I have commanded them, all the law, the statutes, and the rules given through Moses. And Manasseh led Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem astray, to do more evil than the nations whom the Lord destroyed before the people of Israel. The Lord spoke to Manasseh and to his people, but they paid no attention. Therefore the Lord brought upon them the commanders of the army of the king of Assyria, who captured Manasseh with hooks, and bound him with chains of bronze, and brought him to Babylon. And when he was in distress, he entreated the favor of the Lord his God, and humbled himself greatly before the God of his fathers. He prayed to him, and God was moved by his entreaty, and heard his plea, and brought him again to Jerusalem into his kingdom. 
Then Manasseh knew that the Lord was God. Afterward, he built an outer wall for the city of David west of Gihon in the valley and for the entrance into the fish gate and carried it around Ophel and raised it to a very great height. He also put commanders of the army in all the fortified cities of Judah, and he took away the foreign gods and the idol from the house of the Lord and all the altars that he had built on the mountain of the house of the Lord and in Jerusalem, and he threw them outside of the city. He also restored the altar of the Lord and offered on it sacrifices of peace offerings and of thanksgiving, and he commanded Judah to serve the Lord, the God of Israel. Nevertheless, the people still sacrificed at the high places, but only to the Lord their God. Now the rest of the acts of Manasseh and his prayer to his God and the words of the seers who spoke to him in the name of the Lord, the God of Israel, behold, they are in the chronicles of the kings of Israel, and his prayer, and how God was moved by his entreaty, and all his sin and his faithlessness, and the sites on which he built high places, and set up the ashram and the images before he humbled himself, behold, they are written in the chronicles of the seers. So Manasseh slept with his fathers, and they buried him in his house, and Amon his son reigned in his place. Amon was twenty-two years old when he began to reign, and he reigned two years in Jerusalem, and he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, as Manasseh his father had done. Amon sacrificed to all the images that Manasseh his father had made, and served them, and he did not humble himself before the Lord, as Manasseh his father had humbled himself, but this Amon incurred guilt more and more, and his servants conspired against him and put him to death in his house. But the people of the land struck down all those who had conspired against King Amon, and the people of the land made Josiah, his son, king in his place. Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible.